You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 246. Today, I'm going to show you how to live from the inside out. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So, how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now, with over 2 million downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning in to a Monday edition of the Mind Your Business Podcast. How are you doing? We are back in the studio. Today, I'm going to talk about this concept of living from the inside out. You know, when I started my podcast like three, three and a half years ago now, it's crazy. It took me a while to come up with the name. I think I had to write down a list of, uh, and by the way, this is a great little creative exercise I always do. I, I think I created a list of like one through a hundred and just wrote down all the possible names. Obviously, the James Wedmore podcast was one of them. Very original, I know. And Mind Your Business was on there, and every person uh, showed it to or whatever. They seemed to love it. I almost didn't choose it. So the name itself took a while, but coming up with the tagline that I've had since the beginning, creating success from the inside out, that came really easily to me because that's ultimately what I wanted everything about this show to be about. Yes, I focus this information, this show, predominantly to entrepreneurs and business owners, yet we don't tend to talk about what everybody else is talking about, like all the business and marketing stuff. Now, we've brought in segments and tips and guests and stuff like that, but really at the core and the heart of the message that I'm extremely passionate about sharing is this idea of creating success and living your life from the inside out. And we're gonna dive deeper in and speak about that today. It's always a reminder. In fact, what really inspired me <laughs> to share this content this week, this specific topic this week, is because I, in my own life, get the opportunity to learn it and remember it at a deeper level. That's kind of the interesting fallacy. I think a lot of people think like, you just, oh, okay, I got this. Yep, and time to move on. You know, I hear, <laughs> I hear people say this and uh, with so much love as I laugh, but like, oh, I, I don't need any of that mindset work. I, I, first of all, I don't even use that, the word mindset. I do like this concept and philosophy and it's a way to operate. It's a way to live. It's not knowledge or content or information. It's a way to approach your life and it's a way to approach your business. And you either are or you're not. And it's just funny when you hear, I don't need any more of that mindset stuff or I'm already good. I, like I've ticked that off or I've learned everything I need to learn there. Let, let, let me go over here. And it's usually those people, ironically enough, that need it the most. And so I always like to go back to these, to these topics and go deeper with them with you, take you deeper down the rabbit hole, which we'll be doing here today. You know, I have all these external results and things in my life. Like we now just have a new office, which it's bigger, it's more expansive. That's amazing. It feels, you know, creative and abundant. My wife and I recently, about a year ago, finally purchased our dream home that we've been searching for for years. You know, we both have our dream car. With all these things that like I always wanted, and that's the story that's easy for us to tell is I'll be happy when, I'll feel successful when, I have all these things, I've hit these numbers, I have these followings, I have this much in the bank account. And the fact of the matter is, is if you don't get this stuff right, even if you do get those things, you'll have a rude awakening, which I definitely had one of those rude awakenings I've talked about on the podcast before, where it doesn't dictate how you feel. It doesn't change the way you feel. You don't change. And that can be a very scary place to get to because you dedicate a portion of your life chasing after something only to realize that the thing you chased after doesn't define you, doesn't change you, doesn't determine your worth, doesn't affect your emotions, maybe for a few days or something, and then you go right back to how you felt before. And that's living from the outside in. And so, uh, and ironically, when you do begin to live from the inside out, part of it is a, is a surrender and a detachment to all those things that you think are gonna bring you happiness and success. And ironically, it brings those things in faster, which is awesome. So 
you know, here I am with the success and the, the, the growth that I've had in my life. And I still need to learn this. I still need to be reminded of this. We all do because it's not easy. It's because you never get it done. It's like, I, I guess like the best way I can describe it is like playing a video game. You're on level three and you get to the end of the level, you beat the bad guy, awesome. Well, guess what? Level four is not the same level of difficulty as level three. It's harder. It's the same game, but at a higher level of difficulty with a new challenge or a different strategy. And so you don't just say, oh, I learned that. Let's move on. No, the stakes rise, if you will. It's not the best analogy to say that life gets harder, but is that there's a new lesson, a new opportunity, or a new challenge. And it has to be something different in order to be a challenge. Huh. Can't just be the same thing. And that would get really boring, by the way. And we're going to get into some of the challenges that I'm going through right now. I can look back at 11 years of all the challenges. And then when I work with individuals like yourself, that's one of the ways I can coach so effectively is because I can go, ah, I know I, I, I remember when I was in that exact challenge. I remember when I, I remember the lesson I had to learn there and I did. And now I can help someone else learn that lesson. Anyway, so we're going to talk about that today, but I wanted to give you a quick update. It's just me today. I know you're all going to revolt and pick it. You're like, we want Jilly. Why isn't she here? Well, I'm recording on a Saturday and uh, we both agreed that she needs some time off on the weekend. Uh, I'm here for you though. So I hope I'm good enough for this Monday episode, but we just finished up filming and Jilly was by my side with Ryan and I for the past two weeks straight. It has been nonstop. It has been two weeks of filming pretty much between 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. for two weeks straight. I have to say it was extremely intense. Now, the reason we do this is because Ryan, who's come on the podcast before to talk about Instagram stories and stuff, we work extremely well together. We've been making videos since back in the day, which was a Tuesday, 2013, a long time ago. And we work extraordinarily well together. Put us in a room, we just start coming up with great ideas and we just you know, work extremely effectively. You throw Jillian into that mix and we are unstoppable powerhouse force to be reckoned with, all the things. So Ryan lives in the UK and ideally with where my business is and the type of stuff we have to do from managers to team to coaching clients to our masterminds to our courses and our Facebook groups, all the things, right? In an ideal world, it would be a lot easier if I were just like filming a day or two, sprinkling it around every other week or something. Well, you can't just fly somebody out from UK for like a day or two and then come back in a week. And so when we have them out here, we say we might as well do as much as we can and, and do it all at once. So we do about two weeks at a time, two week sprint. And I do have to say it is extremely, it was extremely challenging. It was probably the hardest I've ever worked, the most I've ever pushed myself. And we all push each other, not just of any video shoot, but of probably my entire career in, in entrepreneurship, mentally physically, emotionally, it challenged us for sure. Now, here's the other thing. I freaking love it. I love every second of it. One of the reasons, uh, you know, it's the environment that we created, which is that you gotta do this in two weeks kind of deal. Like that's a little bit of pressure. You want, you wanna do a lot, you wanna get a lot done. But here's some things I wanna bring into this. And it really does also become the perfect segue to this episode. It's what really inspired this episode. First of all, I, I love what I do. We love it. It's absolutely my favorite thing to do. And if you're not doing what you love, why the heck are you doing it? We're going to talk more about that today. Second of all, we're really good at it. I can't wait for you guys to see these videos. July 29th, 2019. We'll be releasing the whole series. But we've gotten the first drafts back from Ryan already. And they're amazing. It's unbelievable. I'm so excited. And everyone who saw our video series, well, maybe not everybody, but the majority of people saw our video series last year that came out, the Rise of the Digital CEO said it was the best business training series they'd ever seen in their entire lives. Most valuable, most high quality, most entertaining, most engaging series they'd ever seen. Now, here's the funny thing. Even when I released that, now this is a subtle balance, but I said it could be better. It wasn't like me beating myself up being a perfectionist. A perfectionist doesn't put the thing out there. Okay, and that's important. 
A perfectionist won't put it out there because a perfectionist is using perfectionism as a protection mechanism against ridicule, rejection, and criticism. I think we should always be striving to put out our best work and we should continually look for ways to raise the bar. But that shouldn't in the process then prevent us from putting anything out at all. There has to be a point in time where it's like good is good enough. Let's get it out and we can make it better because you can't improve and evolve on nothing. You have to have something to work with to make it better. So if you don't have anything to put out there and how do you actually know it's good enough truly without the feedback from the marketplace? You don't. So we put it out, but I immediately knew in my heart that it can be so much bigger and better. Wasn't beating myself up, wasn't blah, blah, blah. It was me excited about how this can be better. And I'm going to be honest, hearing myself say this right now, I would actually be scared. And it's weird. Like my team, my wife especially was like, are you effing nuts? It's perfect. It's better than anything you've ever done. It's better than anything we've ever seen. Don't mess with it. And as I hear myself say this, and I was like, nope, it can be better. What actually does scare me, and it should scare you too, is when you get to that point where you say it can't be better. There's no more growth. Your stuff can't get any better. You can't evolve anymore. You can't raise the bar anymore. That's it. You've hit the ceiling. When I start saying that, that's when I'm going to start getting a little nervous. And even doing this one, so we've gotten the first version back of some of the videos, and sure enough, and everyone who's seen it on our team, including my beautiful wife, they go, yep, okay, I see what you were saying, it is better. Guys, your job as the entrepreneur is to be the visionary. You have to be willing to see something that no one else sees yet and hold the space for that. It's like this precious little flower, delicate little flower, and everyone's going to come and say, well, I don't see it. So you go, oh, okay, well, then I guess I won't do it. I mean, it takes some stubbornness. I have some stubbornness, and we did it, and here's, you want to know the funniest part? Ryan and I already have a vision for how it's going to be better next time. We'll probably use this series for a good 18 months. And we're going to use that 18 months to create something even better. We already know what it is. Doesn't mean this one sucks. It doesn't mean this is bad. Doesn't mean any of that. It just means we know where we want to take this. This is really important. We're going to bring this all back in because there's, you know, am I being a hypocrite by having a podcast talking about working less and hustle your face off isn't the answer. Here I am working 12 hour days. Does that make me uh, a hypocrite or am I not practicing what I preach? Well, let's dive into today's episode and really talk about that. So this is the concept of living from the inside out. And this is what I want to talk to you about today. Now, I first learned of this concept back when I did Reiki training. For those of you guys who don't know what Reiki is, it's energy healing work. Uh, that was my doorway into a, you know, a world of spirituality and raising vibration and consciousness changed my life. I learned so much that I've been able to apply it to business. So much. It opened my eyes. Not necessarily Reiki itself, but doing that work with the community that I was a part of and with the, the healer that I worked with for a few years. I learned so much about myself, about the world, and I applied it all to business. And, I, and like that's just what this podcast is, is how I've applied all of that to my business to allow me to grow and how I'm doing that with other students and clients and it's allowing them to grow. And I would say at one of the pinnacle foundational pillars, I don't know, I use all the things, that really made the difference for me was this phrase that was repeated over and over again that was as within, so without. The complete phrase was as within, so without, as above, so below. And I got really fascinated by that, as within, so without, as within, so without. Then through additional training and books and stuff, I, I started hearing people talk about this idea of living from the inside out versus the outside in. And I really connected the dots to see it's the same, same exact thing. In fact, my good buddy, which I'll have to get him back on the podcast, Mr. Jim Fortin, just released his podcast. Did you know that? 
it, he doesn't have a very clever name for his podcast. It's just the Jim Fortin podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. Not original, but very clear and to the point. Jim's an amazing friend, coach and mentor of mine. And his first episode is called Transforming Your Life from the Inside Out. So if you haven't listened to Jim's episodes or checked out his podcast yet, just go to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and just type his name in, Jim Fortin. And uh, obviously we've had him on the show a ton of times. People love his, his episodes and he talks about this concept as well. So back then when I learned this concept, I was doing the Reiki training because kind of like trying to impress a girl at the time, long story short. And I started to see that like maybe this stuff, that was like my motivation. It's like, oh, maybe it'll help me grow a business because at the time I was so angry, frustrated, and impatient. That's the, that's what the picture I want to paint for you. I want you to like imagine this young James, late twenties, living in his parents' basement, rent-free because he couldn't afford a dime. Couldn't, I couldn't afford anything. And I was angry, frustrated, and impatient like all day long. And I was working those 12-hour days. Wait, James, aren't you working 12-hour days now? Well, let's stay tuned. I was so angry. I was so frustrated. I was so impatient. Why? Because I didn't have the results that I wanted. I had the idea. I had the vision. I, I had like, I had some ambition. I had some drive. And I went to work and it wasn't working. It was taking too long, so I was impatient. And it was not getting me results, so I was angry. I'm talking pounding fists, breaking keyboards, throwing stuff across the room, yelling. Just, an, I was an angry person. I had a lot of anger and frustration in me. I was living from the outside in. So what does that mean? It means my current circumstance, which means how much time I was spending, how little progress, how little results was determining my emotional state. Guys, the quicker you realize that your life is a mirror, the quicker we can get on creating our own reality intentionally the right way. Think about this. If I was choosing anger, frustration and impatience in those moments, what was I creating in my life? If life is a mirror, as within, so without, is this concept an idea, philosophy, it's a way of life that your external world is simply the reflection of your inner world, your thoughts and your feelings. As within, so without. Not as without, so within. As within first. Our life, everything around us, reflects how we think and how we feel. So when I chose anger, when I chose impatience, when I chose frustration, what was I creating in my life? Well, the simple version is more reasons and more circumstances to be angry, impatient, and frustrated. In other words, delaying my success even more. Like think about impatience. The feeling of impatience is there's you, there's this thing you want, and the, what's in between it is time. Hurry up, it has a, it's been enough time, but it's not here yet, hurry, get here faster. All you're doing is you're putting your attention on the fact that you don't have what you want yet and it's not ha happening fast enough. And so being impatient, ironically, just makes it take longer. It pushes it away more. Now, here's the silly thing too, is that these emotions that we get ourselves into, I feel like our ego or something at some deep subconscious level has tricked us into thinking that feeling these feelings will actually change something and that here's my theory why. Like being impatient, all of a sudden the universe is going, okay, okay, geez, I'm sorry. Here it is. God, complain much? Right? Isn't that kind of what you feel like when you're impatient? That the universe is just going to be like, okay, okay, here. <laughs> I have to imagine that it's because when we were little and we acted this way, we had a tantrum or we complained or we cried, our parents finally caved and they gave us that toy or they gave us that bottle or they gave us whatever. They gave us, all right, you can watch Teletubbies. And all of a sudden we're like, at like five or six going, whoa, when I get angry, I get my way. Whoa, when I get frustrated, when I pound my desk or whatever's in front of me, I get what I want. That might've worked with your parents, but it doesn't work in the rest of your life, especially now that you're an adult. Now, I found myself doing this like crazy and it's silly. I literally thought that if I got more frustrated and more angry that it would somehow speed up. It did the opposite. 
Now, there was a very specific moment. So I started learning all this, right? And I'm going through this Reiki training. Is I was resisting it like you couldn't believe. I was fighting it. I was just arguing for these limitations. It's like, no, that you, let me justify my anger. Let me justify my impatience. Let me tell you why I'm right. You know, the ego's last stand, really. And I'll remember, you know, I remember a very specific moment where this was all put to the test for me. And I chose, and I think I chose right because that's when everything in my life really started to change. But I'd been doing the, the Reiki and the spiritual work for, I think about a year to 18 months. Now at the time, I was working in somebody else's business. I've, I've told this story in the past, so I'll give a very short version here. I was working in somebody else's business, so I helped them grow their business. In fact, ironically, guys, if you ever compare yourself to me, I know I can sit here and say, don't compare yourself to me. You know, I can also say, don't think of a black cat, and what do you do, right? Boop, black cat. So you're gonna do what you're gonna do. But I'm clear on who I am is I'm, I'm much more the like, had the desire and the DNA for the behind the scenes type person. I'm the person that could come into somebody else's business to some other expert, celebrity, authority, whatever, and be the behind the scenes person and would just be like thriving. I don't have ever have had a desire to be in the spotlight, to be front and center, any of that type of stuff. I did it because I was doing it for somebody else and I got fired and that really rocked my world. It scared me because all of a sudden I was paying for rent and was making money and now I had bills and then that source just went away. And that's when all this stuff I'd been learning about living from the inside out versus outside in or as within, so without, was really put to the test. You see, I had a choice to make in that moment. And I knew it, I, I just knew. And it's not like the universe is testing you. The idea of a test, I think, is, is just a human construct anyways. But I knew that I had a choice. I knew there was a very clear pathway for me to keep going how I had been going, operating the old way, that hadn't been working or to choose a new way. And that's what we're talking about here when I say, is this just information you're filling your head with or are you beginning to live this way? It's not knowing how to live from the inside out, it's living from the inside out. Like this moment and this moment. So I saw two paths directly in front of me. The path of my ego, <laughs> which was the ego was to fight it to fight this decision, F this guy, and, you know, and screw him and like, no, and you're like, I'm gonna take him to court or, you know, whatever. Just be angry and be petty and be all up in the ego and waste my life force, waste my energy on what? The same things I've been wasting out before. Anger, frustration, right? I belt as I got, I got, you know, all that stuff. And that was all ego. And I saw that, I, I felt that as a choice. But then I saw another choice another path, and that was a path, you know, I know it sounds a little cliche, less traveled. For me, it was very less traveled, but it was, and I remember where I was when I made this decision. It was a path to choose that having been fired, having, like, wrongfully, like, the person basically just said, hey, my business is making money now, thank you, uh, I don't need you, I can do it from here. Wait, what? <laughs> Anyway, so I said, I'm gonna make this be the best thing that's ever happened to me. This is gonna be the opportunity that changes my life. And it's cheesy and cliche, you guys got, you overhear all these quotes so much, they tend to lose their power. Instead, we need to recreate that and say, the more often you hear something, the more power it has. How many times have you heard someone say, well, one door closes, you know, one door's gotta close before you open another door? Right? You probably turn it like a gajillion times. Well, this is that. That was that in action. This door closed. Now, another door is opening. And there's a lag time or what we would call like a transition time. There's the time between this one closed and the other one opens. Now, that lag time could be a day. It could be an hour. It could be a month. It could be a year. But who are you in that moment of that transition? While well, one is closing and one is opening. Are you freaking out because you're focused on the door closing? Or are you excited, optimistic about a new door opening? And that's the one I chose. I chose in that moment to not let someone's decision to fire me determine how I think and how I feel. I chose to live from the inside out. Now, in a way, I did determine how that situation made me feel, but I chose it. That, that event happened and I chose to feel excited. 
Whereas where most people would go and where I, an old version of me would have easily gone was the place of anger. And when you realize your life is a mirror and you're actually creating your life from the inside out, what do you create in your life when you fill yourself with anger? There's this great quote I read recently. It was someone asked a, like a wise man, what is anger? And their response was, anger is harming yourself for someone else's mistake. Ooh, so powerful, right? So in that moment, I chose to not let an event like this or an action or a decision or what someone said affect how I feel. In fact, it, it, it affected it more positively. I started to get more excited. I said, you know what? That was me building somebody else's business. That was me playing small anyways. That was the easy way. That was me hiding instead of me doing my own thing. Now is my time and something better is coming. And that, I just kept focusing on that. I got, this door has got to close before the new one can open and it's gonna open and I just know it. And I just know it. And that's exactly what happened by the way, for some of you that don't know the story. About a month later maybe, I don't remember the exact timeline. This was back in like January of 2011. So that was a long time ago. I got like a random phone call from my good buddy, Mr. Lewis House, who you guys know. And he'd had like a similar situation where he just had like a really bum falling out with somebody. He was just disappointed. And he goes, from now on, I only want to work with friends. And he goes, James, we should do something together. I was like, okay. He says, what do you want to do? Let's create a product. I said, okay. He goes, what do you want to create it on? I said, how about YouTube? Because see, in that business, I'd been doing a ton of YouTube stuff for that person. We built up the whole business on YouTube. So I had learned a lot. Having a video background, I knew a lot about video. So it was perfect. Six months later, we released a product called Video Traffic Academy and we generated over $400,000 in sales on a $97 product in 30 days. And I can tell you right now that it's solely because I chose that other path. I chose the path of living from the inside out first. Do you really think those opportunities would have come my way if I would have spent all my attention and energy on trying to get revenge or trying to get even or trying to fight for what I thought was mine or what was being taken away or if I was angry all day? No. Even if that call still would have happened and Lewis still would have called me, he probably wouldn't want to work with me if I was just this angry, resentful complainer the whole time. I'm like, oh, is that the kind of, I don't want to work with that person. That was really the first time in my life I got the opportunity to like live this and see it like clearly black and white. And I've really never looked back and it's just been a constant deepening of that practice. Yet again, like I said at the beginning of this episode, I find myself still needing to master this and concepts like this, that I need to learn it deeper, uh, that you don't ever get this done. It's just like a new challenge, a different challenge, something that's like a little uncharted, a little unfamiliar. And hopefully you're up for that as well. You're up to making this a lifetime pursuit for you. You're up for that type of commitment. Because I know I am. It's just, it's just made my quality of life deeper and richer. So I kind of want to take you through a little bit of process of how we can start to put this in action. I think it always starts with a question that I think is so important, which is, what do you want? We all have desires. We all have experiences, whatever, that we want. And it's your job to get some clarity around that. Like almost like taking a flashlight and looking and searching for what is the thing that just like already nudges you forward. Desire is a feeling and a thought. It's like you focus on this thing you want and you almost feel the feeling like lunging you towards it. Now, how are you ever supposed to get what you want if you don't identify it? You know, right? That's like if I give you a map and <laughs> how likely are you to get to the destination if you don't know what it is, right? It just doesn't make sense. So what is it that you want? You gotta focus on something and you gotta get a little specific and then we gotta look at why do you want it? What, why do you want this thing that you want? And it can even be hard to put into words. I, I don't know, I just do, right? Well, behind every thing that you want, experience, whatever, the business, the money, the car, the, the house, the whatever, whatever it is you want, Behind all of that, there is a feeling. There's a feeling. It always ends up with, and we've done this many times, I do this to myself all the time. 
and you can try it on yourself. Well, why do I want this thing? What do you think that having this thing will do? And it always comes back to, well, it'll make me happy. Even when I talk about like how much we operate from service today, how about so much of my drive is serving and helping people. Why? Because it feels good. Why is it important you feel good? Because it makes me happy. <laughs> so here's this emotion beneath it all, which is usually, if not always, a positive emotion. To feel good, to feel happy, to feel joy, to feel fun, to feel whatever it is that drives you, right? And the dangerous thing, of course, is when we start saying that these things are what gives you the happiness. Having this money, having this business, having this experience is what gives you that. That is living from the outside in. If you think of any one of the specific positive emotions or feelings that you believe you'll get when you have this thing, you know, like to feel good. Great, this is real simple, to feel good. Well, are you saying you've never felt good before in the past? Has there ever been a time that you felt this same emotion before? Of course there is. So why would you wait to feel that way? Why would you deny yourself the feeling you want if that's the game anyways, is to feel that way? When you could begin to feel that way now. And that is as simple as we can make this concept of living from the inside out, is to understand and realize that you can feel the way you wanna feel right now. You can choose it, even when it feels like you can't. It's where you focus your attention. It's where you focus your thoughts. And if you don't like how you feel and you feel like you can't, you gotta start moving your attention. You gotta start focusing on something else. Even if it's just listening to this podcast and letting it distract you from whatever you're going through, that's fine. James, isn't that putting your head in the sand? No, it's moving your attention away from the problem and towards an outcome, towards a solution, towards a new possibility. That's not putting your head in the sand because focusing on the problem isn't solving the problem. It's just making it a bigger problem, especially when it makes you upset or angry or anxious or frustrated or impatient. Me feeling impatient was me focusing on it's taking too long. And then what did it do? It just took longer. So I want you to consider that everything that you want, all the things, the experiences, the business, all that stuff is because you believe it will make you feel better than how you feel right now. But you could choose to feel that way right now. That's why visualization is so powerful because it's there to give you, use the power of your imagination, the power of your mind to start imagining like you have it now and then it increases your emotional state. So you don't even need visualization. You can just start feeling better now. And if you did this, if you start living from the inside out, you become extremely dangerous, like extremely dangerous because you just can't be messed with. Like when you're living from the outside in, I always like look at it like a bag in the wind. I think it always reminds me of the movie American Beauty where the guy's filming the bag in the wind. He's like, oh, I'm so poetic and such a visionary filmmaker, but he's filming a bag in the wind. And I'm like, that's how I was living. And that might be how you feel like you're living, but that's how living from the outside in is. In other words, you know, this bag and the wind is life. It's the circumstances and, and life's just going to blow you wherever you go and you just go with it. I'm not talking about going with a flow. I'm like talking about how someone cuts you off and now you're angry and then you know you get a refund and now you're even more angry and then this happens now you're set and it's just like whatever life throws at you whatever circumstances are here that's just going to determine how you feel that day and that moment and then of course because you're you actually are living from the inside out then now you feel upset you feel angry well now you're just creating because life is a mirror you're just creating more circumstances or perpetuating circumstances because that's where your energy is going anyways that just perpetuates that, makes it worse, or gives you new examples, new opportunities to feel angry again. That's why people feel and stay stuck or feel a downward spiral. Until you choose the emotional state you want to hold and not let or determine anything that happens to you, affect or change that emotional state, you're still living from the outside in. When you're living from the inside out, you're feelings, your state, your thinking is not determined by your circumstances, which means you're creating new circumstances. Here's a great example of this. My wife is visiting a friend this weekend, so she took a plane and we flew out, she flew out of Palm Springs Airport and she uh, sent me a text as soon as she boarded her flight. She goes, well, my, my flight's been diverted to Oakland, but I'm supposed to meet my friend Elizabeth in San Francisco. It's terribly inconvenient 
but I'm not freaking out in the slightest. It is what it is. That's beautiful. Like things like that are going to happen. Your flight's going to get delayed. It's going to get canceled and there's nothing that you can do about it. I mean, that was just like a, such a simple, like beautiful example of that. Like what is getting upset? What is getting angry actually going to do except create more situations and circumstances in your life to perpetuate, to make you more angry. So we have a lot of episodes and a big message about like working less and self-care and morning routines. This is why I believe those things are critically important. You know, there's studies done that say like working more than 24 to 36 hours in a week, like productivity declines, mistakes increase, et cetera. But this is why I think all this stuff of like self-care and working less. And, and by the way, it's become such a big message since I started sharing it three years ago. Holy cow. You hear so many people talking about it now and it's amazing. Here's why I think that type of work mode is so critically important. This work that I'm talking about of living this way becomes extremely challenging when you're tired, when the willpower is depleted, when you're exhausted, when you're constantly busy and working and your mind is constantly running and working all the time, of course you're going to get triggered easier. You're going to get angry easier, right? It makes sense. But that's hurting you more than you realize. Ah, but I got more done. I got, no, it's backwards. Now, this is where it brings it full circle because I did struggle a lot with this during our shoot because you're working so much. Your body is physically tired. So in those moments, in those times, I simply focused as much as I could on getting lost in the process because, you know, I opened that question with you guys like, well, am I being a hypocrite if I'm telling you not to work this long and then, you know, work less, make more, but then I'm doing 12 hour days. The thing is, is I absolutely love that process. I love creating videos and I love the opportunity I get to pour my heart and soul into a project. Not because I'm afraid if I don't, I won't make enough money or I won't be deserving enough because I want to see what does at this level in my life right now in this moment, what does my best work look like? If I gave something my all, what does that look like? It's the process. It's not because I need to have to, if I don't blah, blah, blah. That's just fear. It's not fear driving those days. It's love, love for the process, love for the work, love for creativity. And that's, what's driving that. Still with that being said, it gets really challenging. There were times where I'm like, all right, we got to call it. <laughs> and there were times that we actually did because you just get so exhausted. But ironically during that time, you know, get some sleep and you wake up and you're ready to go recharged. And I think I've said this recently, so I'm going to say it again. If you're feeling challenged to get through the day, like working wise, cause you're so tired. Yes. We can look into things like diet. Always important. Always improve our diet uh, and our health routine hundred percent. But if you're spending all day doing things that is not fueling your fire, of course you're going to be tired because you're not working on what lights you up. And even though I was physically exhausted at, during basically every single one of those days, mentally, emotionally, I was lit up, excited and on fire. And I could, as long as I got some sleep, got back in it the next day, I was ready to go because I'm doing what I love doing what like lights my fire. And that's the thing. Like, this is so important because I got a lot of people on here that are, that sell courses and coaching programs and memberships. Now, why did you start your business? Did you start your business because you just want more money? And this is just like a money grab for you? Because that is freaking ridiculous because there are so many other ways to make money. There's so many ways. You can start an Amazon business. You can start a software company. You can just do it done for you. Brick mortars, service based. Like there's so many ways you can make money. So you have to ask yourself, you know, if you're creating courses or coaching, would you still teach? Would you still coach if money wasn't an issue? Like if you just had millions in the bank, would you still be doing it? See what a lot of people don't know about me is that I was teaching people ever since I knew it was a thing. I I was getting paid to tutor in college. I was teaching other classmates in high school. Anything I learned, I wanted to share it with people. It was just within me. 
I'm doing this because it's just who I am. I'm on a podcast on a Saturday after 14 days straight of filming, even though part of me physically is like, uh, you're tired, dude, relax. It's like, but it's in me. The desire is there. So I know it's cliche at this point, but again, when you hear the same thing over and over again, it means there's more truth to it, not less. But if you're not doing what you love, then why the F are you doing it? Because that's what's at the end of this anyways, is everything you want, the reason you want it is because you believe it'll make you feel a better feeling state or emotion. We're all fixated on the destination. And I know it's like, do whatever it takes. It's great. But then we just tend to think that the journey itself is not important. It's all about the journey. It's all about the process. When you fall in love with what you do and you're doing it and you're just loving every moment of it, you can feel that state now, live from the inside out and be completely detached from the result and however it ends up doesn't even matter because you feel the way you want to feel doing the thing that you want to do. So that's what worries me is that if you're starting a business because it's just kind of like the, the greedy opportunity side, we all have that side, by the way, we all they're like, Ooh, there's an opportunity. Let me chase it. But if it's not what you love, like I've, I've literally heard people say like, I want to create a course, but I hate teaching and I don't want to coach or work with anybody. Why are you doing this? Go do something you do love because there just has never been a better time in history than right now. This was so exciting for people to do what they love and find a way to get paid for it. Want more money? Why? Because it'll make me feel better, make me feel good, more positive emotions, but I'm going to do something I hate or despise or that tires me out on the journey so that I can be happy. So what you're telling me is that you're going to be unhappy and miserable so that you can be happy. Mm-hmm. doesn't work that way. It's living from the outside in again. So that's what this living from the inside out concept is all about except it's not a concept. It does nothing for you if it's a concept. It must be a choice. And it's not about getting it right all the time because you know, then, then we, of course, the shadow side of all this is we beat ourselves up, we shame ourselves because we had a bad day or we complained or we you know, weren't happy, happy, happy all day long, which is not the goal either. It's just to be intentional with your internal state, how you choose to live, how you choose to feel. And what's so great is that you really can do have and accomplish more when you work less because there's less resistance. So I'm going to use like a car analogy here. I look at desire, which is this thought and this feeling. It's like this thing you want, it's this feeling behind it. I look at that as your gas pedal. When you start to focus on something you really want, like it just starts to be the gas. It starts to like give you that energy, that juice. And then I look at resistance as the brake. Now resistance is the thoughts it's your focus, it's your attention on why it won't work, can't work, don't have the time, don't have the money, who are you, and the blah, 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 right? And so here's, you know, the gas is focusing your attention on what you want, the brake is focusing your attention on why you can't have it, why it won't work, it's too much time, it's too much effort, there's not enough certainty, right? That's a big one, what if I do it wrong? So people see little to no progress and feel stuck because they've got the foot on the brake more than they have it on the gas. It's plain and simple. Back when, when the example I gave you, I had more of my foot on the brake when I was going, it's taking too long. Why isn't it working yet? I'm frustrated, I, I'm angry. I was just keeping my foot on the brake. Keeping it on the gas is sitting there saying, it hasn't happened yet, but it could happen any moment and I'm excited and it doesn't matter because I'm doing what I love and I'm doing and I'm happy and I'm, and I'm going. But instead, most of us for far too long are putting too much of our foot on the brake, focusing on the resistance, the fear and the worry. And you know that it's resistance because it's a negative emotion. It doesn't even feel good. It just doesn't feel good. And again, the funny thing is that like, we think these negative emotions are gonna change something. Like fear and worry doesn't actually do anything except as within, so without, creating more things to fear and worry in your life but you never get to the finish line and dedicate your trophy to worry. I wanna thank all the fear and worry I had because that's what really kept me going, right? I just wanna tell all the young kids out there, if you have a dream, just make sure to worry about it the whole time. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't work that way. 
So living from the inside out is understanding this idea that we live in a world created from our thoughts. We are living in the feeling, the emotions of our thinking. And to spend your time trying to change the world because you don't like how you feel is a futile effort when it's far, far easier and more effective to just change our thoughts. That's why last week's episode was all about identifying beliefs because a belief is a thought that you just continue to think. Change the way you think of things and the things you think about change, right? You've heard this all before. So this can be really simple and you could really start deploying this in your life today. You just choose a few positive emotions. Emotions like gratitude. That's, that's always one of the easiest ones because we can always think, you know, got to use a little willpower usually at first to remind ourselves, but we can always choose something to be grateful for. We can always look at something that we do have in our life, even if it's our health, the fact that we have our limbs or we, we're breathing, right? Or we have a roof over our heads and we can start there. And gratitude is such a powerful emotional state too because it's the frequency of receiving. There's no lack or neediness in gratitude. There's everything is complete. You have everything you need in that moment. So when you're living from the inside out intentionally and you're living from a place of gratitude, what you're creating is a reality of I have everything I need. I have it all. That's a reality where you receive because if you think about a version of you that does have everything that you want, wouldn't that person be living and operating from a place of gratitude? Or would they be living and operating from a place of, I want and I need and I don't have? So that's the challenge I have for you this week and next week and every week that you continue listening to this podcast is to remind yourself of the daily discipline of living and operating your business from the inside out. Challenges, problems, and breakdowns are inevitable. If someone told you that you can run a business and there will never be problems and challenges, they lied to you. You will have refunds, you will have tech issues, you will have failed offers and promotions and projects, you will have employees that lie, cheat, steal. You'll have all of them. They're inevitable, they're unavoidable. They are coming, if they haven't yet, it's all coming. It happens to all of us. The question is, who will you be in those moments when the unavoidable, inevitable circumstances hit? How will you show up? How will you feel? Will you go back to your old way and be the, the bag in the wind that just lets whatever's happening that day freak you out, overwhelm you, frustrate you, anger you, scare you? Or will you choose powerfully choose to live your life intentionally from the inside out, to not let these unavoidable, inevitable things, these circumstances dictate how you think and how you feel, which is ultimately how you live your life. Because your internal state, your emotional being, how you feel, nothing is more important than that. That's why getting like how powerful you are and how powerful the tool of your thoughts are is incredible. When you really get a glimpse, when you really get a sense of how powerful your thoughts are, you really wouldn't dare to live a moment of your life from the outside in ever again. You will, we all do, you know, because we're human. <laughs> we're human, we're doing the best we can. But that's my challenge for you, to take that on and to practice that. I started this podcast because I got a dose of that mindset and spirituality and living this way. And I wanted to continue feeding my soul, fueling myself with things that would perpetuate that good, positive feeling. I wanted to be reminded daily and put myself in environments that would raise my state, raise my frequency, and keep me feeling good more often. And when I looked for those podcasts, I couldn't quite find it. There's so many more now today than when I was looking about four or five years ago. There was like Abraham Hicks stuff and there was other spiritual teachers and that's awesome and I was listening to that and I still do, but there was no one out there that was also running a business. I kind of felt like, here me get a little judgy for a moment, there was a lot of like spiritual teachers and spiritual people that were like broke hippies 
who didn't understand business, who kind of had their own stuff about money and attachment. And I just didn't resonate with that. And that's why I started this podcast because I was looking for ways to make it easier for me to live from the inside out because I know that that's how important it was. That's what made the difference for me in my life. That's what made the difference for me in my business. I hope that that's what this podcast has been for you. That's always been my intention is that you can tune in and it will remind you of how important all of this is, that you can choose emotions like gratitude first. You can choose to be bigger than your circumstances. You can choose to live your life and operate your business from the inside out one day at a time. Well, just one day at a time. Try it today. You mess it up, you mess it up. There's no use beating yourself up about it because there's always tomorrow and you can try again tomorrow. And if that doesn't work, you try it again the day after that. Eventually, if you just keep trying, just like anything that you practice, you're going to get really good at it. I got really good at it and then I have bad days too. And then I notice when I'm having a bad day and I said, let me try again tomorrow. So I hope that's what this podcast has been for you. I hope that's what it'll continue to be for you. And I thank you for all your support. I thank you for listening. I hope you found value in this episode. If you did, hit me up on Instagram. We're on there hanging out. I'm on there hanging out, doing all the Instagram things. And I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much. See you in the next episode. Take care. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate and we can get started right now.